0: It is a Monday morning. That means it is a time for our weekly visit with State Senator Kirk Schuring. He is on our WHBC Newsline. Good morning, Senator. Good morning. Good morning. Did you have a good holiday? Yes,
1: I did. I was telling Billy we had a great Thanksgiving dinner. And then on Friday, my son and two grandsons traveled to Columbus to spend the night. And we went to the big game on Saturday. It didn't turn out the way we had hoped, but we still had a great time.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, Being together as a family.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Well, I um, wanted to, I I think what you had decided to to talk about this week is a good one. I, You know, there's a a lot of people that are still talking about uh, Governor Mike DeWine and, um, you know, his decision on gun control and all of that kind of thing. There's there's a lot out there. But um, fill us in on what's happening right now because we do know that the governor is, you know, trying to make some things work.
1: Yes, so uh, to that end, uh, Pam, Senate Bill 357, sponsored by State Senator Matt Dolan from Cleveland, will receive its second hearing in the Senate Finance Committee tomorrow. Uh, It's the latest version of the gun safety measure that Senator Dolan introduced in the wake of the mass shooting in Dayton that occurred in August of 2019. Of course, uh, Senator Dolan is working very closely With the uh, DeWine administration Uh, here's something that we really need to emphasize in his sponsor testimony Senator Dolan uh, said that everything we're doing in this bill is before you buy a gun before you buy a gun and so the big change that I think is in this bill is that the previous iterations had a provision uh, that has been taken out and that provision is what is called the Red Flag Law or the Red Flag Provision. Um, And Pam, just by way of background, a Red Flag uh, Provision uh, 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 creates a process where a court can receive expert testimony regarding the person's mental state and whether or not the person uh, poses a danger to themselves or others. And if the court uh, determines that the the person has uh, a, a mental state that is dangerous uh, that then the guns can be uh, removed from the uh, possession of that, that individual. So that's what Senator Dolan is, is saying. That, that is after the gun purchase. Now that's taken out. And so everything in the bill is about, uh, the front end protections before a gun is purchased. And so if I might, uh, just real quickly, uh, three key highlights of the bill. One, it creates a new disability that uh, prohibits a person from purchasing a firearm. Uh, There are current disabilities in Ohio law that prohibit a gun purchase, and that being uh, someone who's a felon, uh, uh, someone who's uh, uh, drug-dependent, chronic alcoholism, or mental illness. Now, this new disability would be for individuals who, after undergoing a behavioral risk assessment, have been determined to be a danger uh, uh, to themselves or others. So it, it is a new disability that would be included uh, as a determining factor whether a person can purchase a gun. Uh, the bill also uh, requires background checks for individuals 18 to 21 years of age, uh, and they also have to have a co signer uh, to vouch. That the person is mature and emotionally stable enough to own a gun. Uh, And then lastly, uh, it gives uh, for private sellers a a sale protection certificate where if the seller, the private seller, uh, wants, uh, they can uh, order a background check. And if they get a background check and it's clean, uh, uh, then uh, they can get a certificate that would give them some qualified immunity in case uh, the purchaser then afterwards uses the gun uh, in some type of criminal activity. So it's all on the front end. And uh, and Senator Dolan is emphasizing that. And again, tomorrow we'll have uh, the second hearing on the bill.
0: So and it gets the second hearing, but you don't expect it to come out before the session ends uh, in the new year. Then the new session will start, you know, in next year.
1: Yeah, I you know, Senator Dolan, uh, I really respect him a lot, and he takes everything he does very seriously. He really would like to have this done uh, this session, but honestly, I just don't see it happening. We only have a few weeks left in the two-year session, uh, so this is something, in my opinion, that is being staged up. For next session,
0: yeah, and, and I mean, I know we know Republicans have the majority, but but what what are the the folks who are you know having an issue with the bill, or you know, or have some problems with it? What are the kinds of things that they're they're asking for? What do you think will hold well, it up? Well,
1: it always comes down to this. I mean, uh, whether or not uh, these protections will really prevent mass shootings, or it it will it uh, somehow abridge the uh, rights of law abiding citizens. So you got two sides on this one, Pam. You've got some that are very sensitive to the Second Amendment and saying, "Well, uh, uh, don't do something that would uh, infringe on the rights of law-abiding citizens." Others who say, "Hey, this 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 legislation that Senator Dolan is proposing doesn't go far enough. They want to have the ability to confiscate firearms in certain cir- circumstances." So that's the ongoing debate. But what I say is the common ground is, my. this is Kirk Shearing talking now, so the common ground is uh, most of the mass shootings that we've seen over the years have been a result of someone who is in some kind of emotional state, uh, has a mental uh, disability. And uh, if we can get that solved, where on the front end, we can uh, make sure that we're not uh, selling guns to those who have a mental illness, I think that would go a long way to prevent these these tragic mass shootings we're having. So yeah. I, I think there is some common ground, uh, yeah. and I, I would hope that uh, there would be an effort to work towards that next session.
0: You know, it's interesting, I was, you know, when you, they we were seeing mass shootings every single day um, on the news, and um, the one that took place in the Walmart, um, you know, just a few days ago, the that gunman was a person who bought that gun that morning, and never had any problems in the past, and, you know, so a situation like that, it's hard to tell. I mean, does this bring waiting periods up again, do you think?
1: It It could. It could, uh, by its very nature, uh, background checks take time. So, uh, there's been a, a long hue and cry for universal background checks. Uh, and by the way, also we need to do a better job in making sure that the data is entered on a timely basis regarding, uh, the background of the, of the individual, be it, uh, past criminal activity or uh, mental health issues. So. There's a number of things that need to be addressed, and again, I think the common ground is if we can get a better handle on the front end uh, of yeah. these, these types of tragic situations, I think uh, that's a place that hopefully all sides can land.
0: Well, I appreciate you keeping us up to date on this, and certainly you can let us know, you know what happens in committee and where you think it'll go, um, and we'll have a lot of other things to talk about over the next couple of weeks before the session ends, so I will chat with you next Monday.
1: All right, Pam, I look forward to it. Thank you.